welcome to Gab and Jam, episode 292. 292, and what are we talking about today? All right, so this one is um, one that was inspired by the CD Baby uh, podcast, DIY Musician podcast, but it is six pieces of timeless advice for indie artists who want to make a life in music. Okay, and what do they mean by life in music? That is... I. The, what I'm getting, what I got, it was that DIY rock star lifestyle where you want to build a, um, a thriving, um, you know, I guess, practice around your music and, and get your music heard by, you know, yeah. build I mean, following. I, so I, I'm just trying to understand, are we saying that in order to have a life in music, does that mean that you have to derive all of your income from music? No. So that that's no. that's what I'm trying to no. get an idea. What what no. what exactly no. holistically? I think they're talking about that, life or music. Well, what do we mean by it? Not not just them, okay. but but us. What, uh, where, 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 how do you look at it? Well, again, building a, um, a practice where you are uh, drawing in fans or okay. you know followers. People listening to your music, you creating music, getting it out. Okay. You know, and and I guess just promoting it as you know, however you see fit, however okay. you want to. Okay. All right. Whatever, yeah. whatever is comfortable for you. All right, but that don't necessarily mean that you haven't accomplished that goal if you are deriving no. 100% of your no. income from or music. any income to be honest yeah. I mean if and again if you love doing it and you just want to touch people that's right. actually one of the points is that you still need to go through a lot of the same motions as right. if you I guess that the same thing we always talk about with if you want a major label deal you still need to do all the DIY stuff well yeah. it's the same thing that even if you want people to hear it yeah. Other than friends and family, which we've already talked about last episode, how friends and family, you know, if that, you know, that's the uh, crapshoot of whether or not they're going to be a true fan of your music. Yes. They might right, love you, yeah. but that's. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Just because, you yeah, know, you have, yeah. you're born in the same family with people right? don't necessarily mean that you share the same musical taste. They're right. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. All right. So what I'm going to do in the interest of time, I'm going to share the top three that resonated with me okay um we're gonna talk about those but all the rest are going to be in the blog post that accompanies the episode so if you want okay. to see all the other pieces of advice and our take on it check there but the first one i know you've heard us say this before timeless advice um no one is going to believe in your music more than you so in their uh instance they were talking about how people seem like they don't want to do um you know, whatever it takes, you know, yeah. as in, um, you know, they don't like going to the studio or they want to, you know, party and not make it to the, you know, whatever the interview is or whatever it is. Right. That if, if, if you say you want to expand your reach with your music, then right. whatever that means, yeah. whatever steps you need to take, whatever you need to learn, whoever you need to meet. And this guy was somebody, he had like stage fright, anxiety. You know, and he went to go perform his last concert to get his credit for college or whatever. Right. And he couldn't even play. Yeah. And so if, so he didn't even get his degree because the two classes he didn't finish were the performance class and the speech class. Right. But he said, you know, heck, you know, I want to be able to do this. I love, you know, sharing my music. Performing live is one of those main ways. Yeah. And so he just made it a point for him to put himself in that situation. And now he speaks you know, he's running a podcast. He, you know, speaks on stage. He said he always throws up before he does it, but he still 
is doing what he needs to do to expand the reach of his music. So let me kind of push back on it a little bit. Okay. That whole thing that that no one will believe in music more than you do. I I don't know if that's necessarily true. So okay. so me that I I know even that has happened to me before. So like okay. when I was like fourteen years old, I used to do these little cassettes, of me just playing my guitar and just singing. That's it. Mm-hmm. And so um, I. I was talking to a guy in, you know, in class, in ninth grade or something like that. And, you know, and he said, hey, you know, we're talking about music and that kind of thing. And subject came up that I did it. And he asked to listen to it. And I was like, oh. I mean, I really put him off a while. You know, like, uh, I, I, I don't think so, right? Okay. You know, and then finally he taught me into it. So I brought it in, kind of gave it to him with a warning. You know, <laughs> so, I mean, and, and then, you know, he took it. And he listened to it and he came back and said, like, oh, you know, I really like this. Oh, wow. You know, I like this or I like this part of it. And it was like one of the few times I was like, mm. Well, actually, that piggybacks on another episode we're going to do up down the way. I think what they meant, I know what you mean. Right. Where it touches somebody and that's something, again, no, we're not just saying that. I'm saying that I didn't believe in it. Uh, that's all I'm trying to say okay. is that I, I didn't believe in it. I didn't think it was ready to be shown to people. Uh, He he, he let me know it was ready for people to see it. It was the same thing with me when I first went in the band class and, you know, I asked, you know, a friend of mine, you know, hey, can I play your bass? And I played the bass and people crowded around and I was like, this was an unusual (laughs) set of songs. Like, I'm not stealing it. You know, I'm just just playing it and they were like, oh, you're good. I'd well, never heard those words before. Well, I think what they meant, I know what you mean, and, and, and I do appreciate, I understand that, but I think their thing is if for growing your practice, for instance, like we were talking about, um, you know, if you want a manager, if you want, you know, the 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 local venue to to put you on their stage right. to perform, if you, you know what I'm saying? I think but, that. Well, all I'm saying is this, okay. is that sometimes you might not believe in it, and it's just about being heard. Okay. So meaning that the local the local manager may hear you busking someplace. Right. And you might not feel like, oh, I'm not necessarily good to play this guy's club. Yeah. You know, but I'm just out here just doing my thing. Yeah. You know, and, and so he might come in and say, you're good enough to do my club. Yeah. And he believes in you yeah. more than you believe yeah. in you okay. to do this thing. Or a manager may say this. So I, I think that ultimately is about trying to make sure people can hear you. Okay. Sometimes, whether or not you believe in it or not, it is kind of being able to say, okay, you know, I'm going to put it out there, Uh you know, and kind of let people hear because sometimes it's just, you know, it, it, it is getting that person to tell you something mm-hmm. that you've never heard before. Yeah, that's true. You know, because I'm saying that, I know for Words me, playing the bass, when I was playing it in my house, yeah. everybody said it was horrible. Yeah. It was like the worst thing that I could ever do, you know? So, I mean, so now to actually be out and people saying, you know, not only that, hey, you're okay, but yeah. you're good. Yeah, that's a whole different yeah. mindset. Yeah. You know that, that kind of like, wait a minute, yeah. this is it completely changes stuff. So, so that, that's the only thing that I, I, I push back on that part of it. Okay. That that you may find people if you put it out there mm-hmm. who may believe in things. I mean, we've seen things with our stuff where you know we put something out there and we like, okay, you know, we're expecting such and such. Yeah. 
And then such and such happens. Yeah, Something completely true. unexpected yeah, happens. Yeah, that's, that's kind you of know. what Tell me what you want. What's oh. going on with... with well, Punkalicious so, so, was going on with right. every heartbeat. So, so, yeah. so you, you just don't know. So I, I think at the end of the day is that, you know, don't be afraid to put your music out there. Yeah. That there may be people who may recognize gold. And, and how many people have you heard about who thought one thing was going to be a hit? Oh, yeah. You know, That's didn't true. think much of this particular right. song. Yeah. And then, you know, somebody else said no. It's not that one. It's, it's this one. one. Right. You know, it's like, yeah. uh, and, I, and this is the last one. Uh, Rick Rubin with the Red Hot Chili Peppers Under the Bridge, right? Yeah. So, um, Anthony Kiedis had his, um, his his little diary or book, and it had his songs in it. Uh. And he wasn't even going to touch that one. Oh. And so, Rick Rubin happened to see it, and he said, what's that one there? Yeah. He said, let's, let's hear that one. You yeah. know, and then he, and it, Became under the bridge. Oh, it's wow. just big, big hit for them. And it's a little quirky little song, right. right? You know, it's something that he thought was very personal that he wrote because of something he was going through mm -hmm. and that kind of thing. And you know, wasn't even thinking about it for that. Uh, so you just, and that's why a lot of people even use Rick Rubin. Okay, it's because he, 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 he digs these things out of you yeah. that you don't necessarily see. It's not because because he's not a musician, he's not a learner engineer, he's right. not any of these things, you know. And he's just this guru who functions as you know a, a producer. But you know, I'm sorry about that. But go ahead with the, <laughs> with the next point. All right, so the second thing we're going to highlight in our uh, timeless advice for uh, indie artists who want to make a life in music is being authentic is going to translate to others. Yeah. Um, and it may show up in ways that is not calculatable, as in it may not show up in Spotify streams or in yeah. money to you or things like that. And they gave the example of this uh, guy saying that uh, a person contacted him and said that for his band, this one song got him through this period of time. Right. And it wasn't even one of their top, Songs, it wasn't their most popular song. Yes, about that same point. Yeah. That, that's like, it, that, that he was thing. like, that one person telling him that right. was worth everything he had gone, you know, over the years of feeling disappointed about, you know, not being quote unquote successful. And that's back to that point again, as far as somebody believing in you or or recognizing something within what you have that yeah. you, you know, somebody recognizing gold. And something that you think is, ah, this is nothing but copper, you yeah. know, whatever else, you know, or again, some other poor, uh, you know, I don't know, metal, you know, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. But anyway, whatever, whatever is the metal that you can just get freely on the ground, yeah. you know, you think you got a weed and you got a rope, yeah. you know, it's that kind of thing. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you got something, but you don't see it. Mm -hmm. You don't see it that way. Oh, it's the same thing they were saying at Lincoln Park, uh, you know, had, I guess, auditioned over 40 times. 40 record companies turned them down. Really? You know, before they finally came out with something. And then when they did, I think they had, like, the biggest debut of the 21st century oh, or something wow. like that. So, yeah, it's like, yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, and then when you listen to the debut album, it's like, it's all these hits on yeah. it. And you're like, you know, how could you, how could they have missed that? Mm -hmm. You know, but, you know, it happened. So, so again, something, and, and Sometimes, you know, others don't recognize it, you know, and, and I know you you have to believe in it. And I think the authenticity itself, coming back to that point, mm -hmm. I think that's the part that means the most mm -hmm. is that you have to just feel like, okay, I'm being true to myself. 
and I'm putting out the best I can do. Yes. You know, and and to get that out and there. Tapping into my soul. Right. Whatever. Yeah, whatever, and, and whatever is authentic yeah. to you. Yeah. That's what you're doing. And so that that's where we kind of get to that point. Because you can't get to those other things of even other people believing in it more than you do unless you are willing to present your authentic self. Yeah. I so. like that. And then finally, this is one that rubs people all kinds of wrong ways. But you have to realize timeless advice for um, indie artists who want to make a life in music. Talent doesn't really matter. And what they were saying is that you know, uh, you had the Eddie Van Halens of the world, and they were on top of the world of guitar gods and all that in the 80s. And then in the 90s, Nirvana comes along with, you can't even understand the mix, you can't understand the words. They probably didn't know what the fuck chords they were playing. It just, but it hit a nerve. It was a cultural phenomenon, and it made people feel a certain way. Right. And or, that is more important than the actual quote-unquote talent. And people felt the same way about the Beatles, you know, because the record industry, or at least rock and roll prior to that, was that, hey, you know, uh, you know, you go down to the brew building, you get a song, right. you, you, miss, you get the song with the artist, you get the producer, you get this, and that's kind of the way the record business ran. ran. Until then. And then the Beatles hit, and as they're this self-contained unit. Yeah. You know, that's that's producing stuff, you know, because that's, that's the way that's the way the Motown assembly line ran. Right. It's like, okay, we'll just put all that stuff under one roof. Yeah. You know, the producers, the writers, the artists are all under yeah. one roof. Fashion, put people, there. the hairstyles there. Right, all this thing. It, it, <laughs> put the artists on the assembly line. Right. Just let them go. And just let them go down about. the thing. But, you know, as that the Beatles signaled that, hey, this something new is going to happen. And by the time you got to the 70s, you get the birth of the singer-songwriter just completely around. Yeah. You know, even Motown had to change. Yeah. Because now they're artists, you know, whether it was Stevie Wonder, Marvin Gaye, you know, the Jacksons, you know, leaving Motown because of that. Yeah. You know, because yeah. it kind of changed to that part of it. of just, You know, now the artist being their authentic self yeah. and putting that out there. So, yeah. I love it. All right. Um, so what do you think? What piece of timeless advice would you give to independent artists who want to make a life in music? Make sure you drop it in the comments below. And then I don't have our... Well, here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh. Obtainium flow. Yeah, we got that going. So we're going to have... Uh, live stream. Live stream. June on the 30th. 30th yeah, 7 p.m. Links will be below. 7 p.m. Eastern time. Eastern so time. if you're yeah. on the... Left coast, as they call it, it's at 4 p.m. <laughs> and I'm not going to even go about it if you're overseas. Oh, you know, yeah. you just work it out. Yeah, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so we hope to see you there because we're going to be debuting the video for One Love, Find a Way. Yeah. And so we're excited about that. Things have been going really well. We've been doing this waterfall release thing where we're doing, you know, a single every month or every uh, yeah. six weeks. And so far, it's been going really, really it well. It has been. I I think certain songs got lost on Sugar Fit because yeah. of that, you know, yeah. and um, so, so you know, that, that we never really got a chance to say, okay, you know, kind of put the spotlight on those songs, yeah. whereas now we actually have an opportunity to put a spotlight yeah. on certain songs, which yeah. is pretty fun, so. Yeah, it has yeah. been. All right. If you dig the vibe and you want to be a part of the tribe, be sure to subscribe. We're wishing you love, peace, and chicken grease.